0: Also, like, it's cool to be naive, like, as a brand builder, like, because you really challenge yourself. None of us had a journalism background. None of us had any of that. Like I said, like, I approached by design, like, it was like the things that inspired me. I was inspired by music, so I'd approach, like, our. Our magazine building like albums, like that I would read about certain artists. I would approach um, the brand building like streetwear. So I would look at like Virgil and, and what they're doing with Off-White and say like, oh man, like how do I get people like really excited about this and like treat a magazine drop like it's like a, a sneaker drop, yeah. you know what I mean?
1: Hello everyone and welcome to episode one of the scene creative podcast, man. I'm so excited that we're finally here. I've been pouring, um, really my heart and my soul into this podcast for the last couple months and it's, uh, finally here. Today's the day episode one is launching and today, uh, the episode is really, I think going to encourage you. I think it's going to inspire you, um, this conversation, to give you some context, happened in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I flew out there uh, actually to run the New York City Half Marathon with my, um, with my family. And while we were out there, I had a conversation with Mon Foua. He's originally fr- from here in Kansas City. He's now living in Brooklyn, New York. And we just had a great conversation about truthfully how to start. I think as creatives, that's one of the biggest things that a lot of us run into is how do we start? And he truly bleeds, just start, just drop, just release. And I'm really excited for you guys to hear that. This conversation we actually got to have on the side of the street at a coffee shop called Corto in Brooklyn. Um, And we just had a great time talking and chatting, and you'll probably hear some ambient noise and some buses driving by and horns honking, honking. Um, but uh, I hope you enjoy it. I hope it inspires you, I hope it encourages you. And thank you so much for being here for episode one. These are gonna be coming out every week, every Friday. And so um, if you're here, and you're listening to this one right now, welcome to the beginning of the scene creative journey. I'm so glad that you're here, so grateful that you're here. Anyway, sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy today's conversation with Monfroi. Okay, let's talk. Uh, let's talk career a little bit. Yes. So yes. Uh, maybe uh, obviously, there's a few things that I know of of you from. Um, one being uh, the main one being being a part of uh, By Design. Ag. Yes. Yes. Um, you guys started that in Kansas City. Yep. Yep. Um, and you had uh, a co-founder for that,
0: right? Yeah, I got two. Two, okay. I got two. So I love maybe, them. Maybe
1: talk to us a little bit about like <laughs> just that journey, like why a magazine, how yeah. that tied into the rest of your creative process, and uh, yeah, I'd love to hear, to hear your perspective on it.
0: For sure. Um, yeah, I I got two co-founders, uh, Justin and Tony. Shout out to them. Um, you know, I, the story goes is like, um, so I picked up photography for the first time in my undergrad career. So. I started taking pictures around 2015. Now it wasn't serious, so at the time I was um, our Black Student Union president back at K State, um, and I remember like I think it was like Homecoming weekend, and we were in the parade uh, happening in Manhattan, Kansas, and I was like, "Oh shoot, we don't have anybody take pictures." Yeah. So I was like, oh, "Okay, let me let me run to the library," and I picked up like a little point and shoot uh, that I rented, and I just started snapping. I was like, "Oh, this is kind of fun." Like. <laughs> So throughout that year, going into 2016, I would use it as an excuse to yep. just take pictures because I, re- I was really enjoying it. And the next thing you know, I'm downloading like Photoshop and, and Lightroom, and I'm I'm playing around with stuff. So, um, that's that's kind of where my love of like the content started to come in. So, career wise, I knew I was going to graduate with a degree in finance. wasn't excited about that at all, but I started learning more about like creative um, careers, so like a creative director. So I know i didn't want to be a photographer that like takes family photos like i didn't want to do right, that i was right. like eh, that that's for not for me <laughs> <laughs> so i was like i'm seeing like a lot of editorial interesting stuff and i think around that time kind of finishing up my undergrad career it was um i feel like instagram was really starting to explode in terms of showing you like creative careers yeah so i'm following these crazy dope like uh creatives in, in different cities I'm was like yo this is I don't know what this is, but I need to do this.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, he's a creative director. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. So I started looking up to it. I felt a little discouraged though because I thought it was a little too late. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, I was like, hey, I'm gonna do something in Kansas City. I'm just gonna make some noise and mm-hmm. and see where it goes. Um, so I can get out of banking because I didn't want to do banking. Um, so I moved back, finished up school. Um, I met a couple people already doing photography. It was kind of like the infancy in Kansas City of like the creative community. So I'm going to like meetups that started through Instagram. I'm yeah. like doing like photo walks. It it was pretty, um, to be very candid with you, it was very white. Yeah. So it was like um it was like three or four of us mm. <laughs> just showing up. And like we bonded through that. Yeah. We bonded through that. So I was really enjoying that, but I think as I've met more people through photography, um, there were a lot of people that were like clamoring just for like more spaces just to like be, you know, especially as black creative. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Like it, I just started meeting more and more people. I always had a desire to make a magazine. So I was like, yo, I just want to do more storytelling with my photography. Maybe it can turn into something. So I started working and I'll, I'll kind of speed up to the story. But that's no, good. I started doing like more storytelling stuff with my photography. So rather than just like Hey, meet me in a park. Let's go um, take pictures. It was like okay, I have this story. Like I remember, I did a shoot about do rags, and like I think I called it like protect the crown. Mm. Um, so I was like, I was really enjoying that sort of storytelling. Mm. Um, so I kept like I got some good feedback on Instagram. It was doing really well. I was building this little community of other black photographers, other black creatives. So I was like, man, I think I want to do something like, I want to do a lookbook. I was like, I think I want to do a lookbook. Like, I think that'd be really cool. I think my ultimate goal was like working with brands. I was like, okay, maybe I can like use this to kind of finesse my way to build my portfolio Mm -hmm. or the brands and let me get out of banking. Like, let me make this work. So I was like, I can't do this alone. So I was like, I need to find somebody that can help me do this. So I put out like a a feeler on Instagram and little did I know, I knew a lot, but, um, our would-be co-founder Tony would hit me up, and we hadn't met yet. But he's like, "Yo, yeah, I'd like I'd like to learn more about this project. Like, how can I help?" So I was like, "Okay, cool." So I sent him the worst email of all time. It was like um, four paragraphs of just like my thoughts about this project. And he's like, "No, I'm, I'm down. Let's let's meet up." Mm-hmm. So we ended up meeting at a at a uh, I think like a Starbucks or something like that. Got to start and, somewhere. Yeah, we got to <laughs> start somewhere. So he initially told me, he's like, yeah, I, I think I want to, like, I don't mind, like, stepping in front of the camera and do some modeling and do some styling. Mm. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. So then when we met in person, this man was, like, ultra talented. <laughs> yeah, He's like, oh, yeah, I do design, I make videos. I was like, what? And I was like, I'm, I'm fascinated by brands. Now, at the time, I was too. Mm. So it's like, yeah, like, I, I'm learning more about social media marketing. I'm learning more about this stuff, like. I'm I'm hyped. I was like, yeah. oh, this project's gonna be dope. He's so down for it. He's super talented. We're in the same brands. So then I called my other co-founder Justin. So we went to school together. We were friends together. The the little story about Justin is like we were hanging out when I moved back because he had just moved to Kansas City. He was, he did a little extend in Dallas, and he was trying to be like my manager <laughs> as a photographer. Like, He was trying to tell me what to do. I was like, bro, you don't know. Like you don't you don't know anything. So um. I ended up calling him about this project because I know Justin at the time was getting ready to pursue his MBA. And he was like a really big relationship builder. So I was like, hey, like, I think you should be on this project with us. Not knowing anything about his creative potential. Um, So he's like, yeah, sure. I'll meet the guy. Like, let's do it. And then we just we all clicked. Come to find out Justin has this hidden talent of wanting to write. Hmm. So I was like, "Okay, like, let's let's make this happen. So. From there we kind of created a collective. We wanted to work with like a couple people. Like we wanted to be like our own agency. We didn't know what we were doing, but yeah. we tried. Yeah. Uh, but then like that lookbook idea would slowly transform into what would be by design. Mm. Cause I was like, yo, let's do a magazine. And mm. I was like really passionate about it. And I remember, <laughs> I remember like we had been meeting at the time, like planning out our projects and stuff. We'd be like every Wednesday. And um, I looked at the guys and I was like, I came in with, like, this pitch to say, hey, let's swerve our projects and let's really focus on this magazine idea. I really am passionate about it. Yeah. So I came in with, like, this just very passionate plea. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, like, it's going to take so much to get these guys to get behind it. And they were, like, they didn't even have like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And I was like, okay, <laughs> that was easy. Come to find out, I think they just, like, Justin and I would have a dynamic. Where Justin's like, when I saw the passion in your eyes, I was just like, I don't even know what we're going to do, but let's just do it. Mm-hmm. Because clearly serious about it. And from then on, that's kind of how design started. It was the three of us kind of like trying to learn how to make a magazine. But it came from like meeting people. It came from meeting each other. It came from this like this hunger to like story tell. And it came from like a, an emerging, growing like creative scene in Kansas City that was new overall. But like it really hadn't touched much of like the black community. And I'm talking like the social revolution of that. Like yep. I think there was always creativity happening, but it wasn't necessarily integrating with like the emergence of Instagram and like Facebook as places to share your work. So yeah, that's 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 kinda how we got started, like that that initial start.
1: No, I love that. Maybe just for just to you can do it pretty quickly, but Yeah. <clears throat> just for the technicality side of it, <laughs> if anyone out there is Wanting to start a magazine, yes. Yeah. What was your process like, uh, technically? Like, who'd you reach out to? How'd you, you know, get proofs? Like, what was that? What was the process for like reaching out to uh, someone to print it for you? Just to, just for some details.
0: It was a slow process. So, you know, we took it. I took a different approach. Um, I think the guys are really behind it. I was more about building a brand. So, I, I think the magazine was the focal point product, but I really just wanted to build like this world and then hopefully like eventually we could do other products. Right. So I was about to try to tell the best story I could with by design. So we went through a couple of iterations of like who we are and what we represent. But I think at the core of it it was always like being like a, a thing for, for creatives in general. So I think when we started the magazine, it was just a slow process. So we started off digital. Um, we, we tried to find people that could write that kind of worked didn't work yeah. I took all the photos <laughs> yeah just because like we were thankfully the three of us had like skills to kind of translate into that so mm. Tony took on the design so we were just learning as we went um, like we look up stuff on like Pinterest on Instagram um, but I was really concerned with brand building yeah so I really wanted to like get our story as right as I could at the time Um. But yeah, like I, I would say like yeah, just just start writing, start taking pictures, and just start playing with design. Like if you have those three elements, it'll grow. Mm. Over time, like we really wanted to get into print, so there were like a couple platforms. Like I remember, like I googled like a, a print service mm. where they would just basically within the the retail price of the magazine would would charge the cost of production. Mm. Terrible yep. in terms of of what that would be, but. That was our first shot at a print. Yep. But I think one of the most important things for anybody trying to start a magazine is build the community. Mm. So I think brand building is very essential. There's tons of independent magazines out there. You want to know what is your distinct story, like what makes you special. Who's the community that you're talking to? And then from there, you're gonna meet more people that'll hopefully put you in the right um, areas to 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 get um, the nice resources because. If it wasn't for the the brand building and the community building, we wouldn't have met the person that would hook us up with the person that would help us actually create print magazines. Because yeah. we had that little sample that we made, so like, hey, we want this, mm. just in like more of these right, and right. at a lower cost. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I can help you. <laughs> so yeah, like we focus more. I focus more on like brand building and like trying to tell a story of who we are yeah. and what we represent. And then the magazines were kind of like a platform to kind of dive into some of the people that represent what we believed in yeah yeah
1: no that's awesome maybe let's just you know jump into the brand side of things because yes. it really through this process you know basically what you've said is in college you kind of started to really experiment more with creativity in general yes the, the by design was really your first time to like experiment with brand building yes Did so, you agree with that yes so i think it'd be really cool just to hear like if someone's wanting to start a brand what are like in your mind as a you're now a brand strategist yes right, as a, in a career yes um, here in New York and so like for those wanting to start a brand um, what would you do what questions would you be asking how would you frame it up and what would you uh, advise someone to do who's trying to build a, a new brand
0: oh that's that's tough because the brand only got stronger because of instinct yeah yeah <laughs> but then like I would learn more as I would go. Um, Because I think with By Design, I knew exactly what I wanted By Design to be. I don't think we ever reached our full, full potential as of now. But, I mean, we're working towards it. Yeah. But um, I I just knew, I couldn't necessarily articulate it because I was learning the language. But I knew what I wanted pictures to look like. I knew the type of people we wanted to work with. I knew the type of stories we wanted to tell. Mm. It was just a constant evolution to to articulate that well Mm. and to get better at that. So I would say like start off by being really picky and like working towards the perfect or the close to perfect articulation of what you represent and and who you do it for. And I think after that, I would say like, understand like, you know, understand your market, understand your audience, understand what you're up against and really push yourself to find like um, insightful perspectives. So Mm. what does that mean? Like really fight to find like unique, interesting perspectives rooted in truth yeah and i think with by design like we did a lot of different things that um were kind of rooted in insight i would also say like also like it's cool to be naive like as a brand builder like because you really challenge yourself Hmm. none of us had a journalism background none of us had any of that so like i said like i approached by design like it was like the things that inspired me so yeah i was inspired by music so i'd approach like our our magazine building like albums yeah. like that I would read about certain artists I would approach um the brand building like streetwear yeah so I, w- I would look at like Virgil and, and what they're doing with Off-White and say like oh man like how do I get people like really excited about this and like mm. treat a magazine drop like it's like a a sneaker drop yeah. you know what I mean yeah yeah so I think naiveness works too but brand building just takes time it takes learning it takes once you start getting like a, a feel for like the people around you, what they're reacting to. And also like I said, chasing that as close to perfect articulation of what you represent. Yeah. I think you need a strong POV. Yep. And but you don't develop that POV right away. It takes time to like really develop that.
1: Yeah. No, that's so good. I, I think that's part of it is like you can when it comes to brand building, you can know who you're for and the value that you're providing. And the community that it's for specifically, yep. and also not lose the personal like this is who I am. And it, because I feel like a lot of times it's it's hard with creatives who are wanting to build brands. Because um, if, if you look if you just Google like how to start a brand and you got like the Chris <laughs> Does on YouTube and the, yeah. the yeah. Gary V's and like everybody's talking about like how to uh, what it means to start a brand and then it's all it's all customer centric, which I agree with. You gotta know who your customer is, or or who the community is, that it's yep, for. Yep. But I feel like for sometimes for creatives that can be um, disheartening because truly creativity is just an expression of ourselves, right? Yes, yes. And so I think it's cool to hear you say like you gotta know who you're for. You gotta know you know who it's for, what the products, um, what, what problem it's solving for for that community or for that person. Yes. But also like be unique to yourself. Yep. And and be okay, um, being naive. Yeah. Be okay, not yeah. not knowing, and not knowing, not uh, assuming you have to know everything. You don't have to know how to build a perfect brand. You don't. You just need to start first of all. Yep. I think that's the biggest thing. Find some people around you who are doing, who who you have similar, you know, um, uh, mindset with, who are just wanting to do something together, um, and just do it. Yep. I think that's kind yep. of. It, it seems like that's the epitome of your story but i I love that that's your story because that's that's what most people just need to go do (laughs) it's just start right (laughs) whether you're by yourself or with others obviously i think as creatives it helps to to band together yeah um but but yeah
0: no no that's that's all it was like when we um so with by design what i was really particular about is having themed issues so we would call them campaigns which they kind of were because it would branch out into the marketing but uh, each magazine would have like a story a rooted like idea or concept and we would explore that through other people's stories mm. And the first one was called the process now how that came about was um, I? Remember like we were putting it together and I, I we didn't have a theme for it yet like the actual first issue But I remember like we gotta we gotta come up with some marketing man. Like <laughs> I don't know how to, like, you know, we like we, we were making all this content, but I didn't want to necessarily reveal the content in the magazine. Right, right. And we had to get people interested. So um, I always tell this this funny story, and it wowed people when I was um, interviewing in, in advertising after the fact. But uh, I learned how to create a creative brief in 2018. Mm. Now, I was I doing it right, right? Probably not. But I just, like, I looked at the team, and I knew that we had to, like, create some content and, like, just have a, 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 a message yeah. to get people to understand, like, who we were. So I Googled. I think I heard of, like, a creative resource I, like, Googled it. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, I'm going to write this up. So I, like, <laughs> wrote, like, this two-pager of just, like, hey, I think we should say this and we should do this mm. and we'll call it The Process. Mm. That would end up being the theme of issue one because all it was about was, like, just getting started. So I was trying to tell people, like, yo, 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 like we're just these guys that don't know anything about creating a magazine, but here's the process to get to this magazine. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we started doing like more content around it. Looking back, it made no sense related to the concept, but that was our first issue. It was just, it was just about getting started. Yeah, It was about just like introducing ourselves to everybody. And I think that's important with brand building. You just have to get started now. With that naiveness, there has to be some thought, you know like you can't just like copy things and make things. you have to like really yeah. do some thinking, but you can't get caught up in just overthinking it too. like you have to just like learn through it and learn through the experience. yeah
1: no, I love that. Um, such good stuff let's talk uh let's stay on by design yes, yes <laughs> so it, it still exists. you guys aren't currently printing any more issues. no, yeah, yeah, but we yeah um, we're here.
0: You did eight? Uh, we did six. Six? Six, yeah. I wish um, we did eight. That would have been <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: what is, what's the future look like for By Design? Like, what's, I mean, what do you see um, that potentially looking like? And what are you guys dreaming about, thinking about, talking about?
0: Yeah. Um, It's tough. Like, we're all in different p- phases in our career. Um, I think what was really cool about By Design is when we came into it we were all in different places like i was working in banking hated it um justin was working i think in sales marketing or something like that and then tony was in architecture mm-hmm. or architect like he's an architect so we all had some like weird not so satisfying career paths so like by design was kind of an escape as well to like really learn more about what we like doing and, and what we ended up doing. So coming towards the end of the last issue, we all had switched careers. I was now a brand strategist. Tony is now a designer mm-hmm. and Justin is now in product management. Wow. <laughs> like it's just like, like all thanks to by design. Like it was crazy. So now Tony's in Dallas. Justin is kind of a nomad a little bit, but he's kind of like back and forth between Kansas City, Charlotte, and, and out here as well. Of course, I'm out here as well. So, I think we're just all in different places in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the brand has evolved with us. Yeah. So, I'd say what would what would come into the future is just uh, kind of like a new evolution or new articulation of our story. Because I think that's kind of what design has also been like. It's been our story through each issue and through each campaign and kind of the various aspects that we went through as creative people. So yeah, I would just say like a a new evolved articulation of living as a creative person or living in creativity. Yeah. In a way that I think, I think for the longest time, our messaging and like our stories were about trying to convince people, particularly in the Midwest, that you're creative too. I think now the message is like now, everybody creative. Like, we know you're creative, <laughs> so this is how you live the lifestyle in the dopest way possible. Yep. Um, so we've been we've been kind of, like, chopping up on some things. We've been, like, working on some stuff behind the scenes. When that drops, I don't know. But when it does, I'm really excited for it. Yep. I'm really excited for it. It'll be really good. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So, so potentially
1: some more printed issues.
0: I wouldn't say issues. So, I mean, I'll say, like, there can always be a new medium. I don't know if it'd be a magazine, per se. Yep. I think making a print magazine is very expensive, especially the ones that we like to create. Yeah, they were nice. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah, real nice. Um, but I think what we always loved doing was, like, making clothes, just making content. Um, so there could be a lot of those areas exploring. There could be new areas. Like, I think we're really excited. We love our in-person experiences as well. Like, we just have such fun at our events. Yeah. Um, collaborations, like really giving a lot of like creatives that may not get an opportunity an opportunity to make something and like actually like, like especially like self-taught creatives, like giving them a brief. Yeah. People are like, yo, what is this brief stuff? I was <laughs> like, yo, like we were seri- like I was serious about like articulating what are we trying to say, but like challenging some of the creatives around us to like really tell stories with us. Mm. So I think, I think those opportunities will, will show itself in the yeah. future, more of those, so. Yeah. That'll be good.
1: That's cool. Okay, so you're in Brooklyn now. Yes. You're working um, for an agency mm-hmm. in Manhattan. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, what? How did that kind of come about? Uh, your process here to Brooklyn. What's you know life look like now? Yeah. Um, here in Brooklyn, maybe just talk to us about that.
0: For sure. For sure. Um, yeah, moving to New York was a bit of a surprise, just because. Um, it wasn't necessarily on my radar. Like, I knew I was gonna move out of Kansas City eventually. Um, I knew I wanted to move to a bigger city. Like, I've always had a, a a desire to be in a big city. The funny thing is, I think me and Justin, like, late 2019 through much of 2020, thought we were gonna move to L.A. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, we even did some content out there. Like, like some some of our features in Issue 5 weren't or from uh, some stuff that we did in LA. It would have been warmer if I was meeting you in yeah, LA. It yeah, yeah. Uh, it just felt right, you yeah. know. <laughs> it's cold out <laughs> like here. We were we were out there like yeah, this is it like <laughs> this is what we were excited about. Um, so then, um, kind of towards the end of 2020, when I was interviewing, I was still in banking. I was like miserable. I hated it. Um, and like I remember, like a coworker had just said something crazy to me because I, you know, everybody's working remote. We were used to it we're working like really long hours. Our team was in disarray. And it just said something crazy to me over chat. I was like, I had to step away from my computer. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like They talking to me crazy. Like I'm not really putting in work in, in Kansas City. So I was like, I think I'm not living up to my potential. So I made the decision that I wanted to go back to school. So that was the first decision. But then secondly, I was like, I have to get out of this career. So I had a really great heart-to-heart with uh, Justin. He, like, came over. Uh, we went outside. We were just kind of sitting down. I think it was over the summer of 2020, like, late summer. And I looked at him with, like, near tears in my eyes. I was like, bro, like, I think I'm in an abusive relationship with my job. Oh, man. <laughs> and he's like, dog, you don't have to be there. Yeah. He's like, you can do this stuff. He's like, we just had this agency come into my job. And it's like, bro, you could do that you've been doing this with by design I think I think you should look into that he's like I'll, I'll start a conversation if if so I was like sure let's do it um so I started working on my resume I, I got some advice from somebody in the industry that I reached out to and then um the Barclay opportunity opened up so I ended up interviewing and I ended up getting the job at the end of 2020 like literally like December of 2020 I got the job and I was like super excited like the guys were really amped so that's when I started getting the brand strategy and it was all thanks to By Design Mm. like By Design was like basically the the discussion points in in the interview um so I I worked through Barkley for close to a year um really pushing myself I was really taking a lot of stuff I learned from there and applying it to By Design and we had like probably it's funny, like our most active year, our, our last active year, which was like 2021, was probably our most profitable year Wow! because of the stuff I was learning there. So I was like really getting good at like marketing, um, getting the most out of creatives, learning from mistakes. And um, I just I just knew I needed a, a, more of a push. I was learning so much and I didn't feel like the work I was getting at Berkeley was really matching what I feel like I could do. Yeah. So um, I kind of let it be known I wanted more. And I tried. I had some really great team members there. Like I had such an amazing boss there. Um, but I ended up just starting to network. And um, I reached out to somebody on Instagram. Uh, his name is Phil. Shout out to Phil. Um, <laughs> he lives in Detroit. And he's a strategist. And I just started asking him these questions. Like, yo, how do you do this? And how are you making these type of moves? And I was like, I finally feel like I'm in an industry where I can grow. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, I got a friend in, in New York. They're looking for strategists if you just want to have a conversation. I was like, yeah. I'm, Sure. He's like, you want to move to New York? I was like, I don't know about all that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm open to it. Mm-hmm. I was like, you think they'd let me work remote? He's like, it's like still COVID. Sure. Probably, I would think. So he he sends a, a referral. Uh, my would-be now manager reaches out. He's like, hey, like, you free around this time? I was like, yeah, let's let's talk. I thought it was just going to be a formal conversation. They threw me right into interviews. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, like, why are they asking me all these questions? So it was like a hour and a half interview, like two separate interviews in one day. And I didn't think I did well at all because I wasn't prepared. But I ended up getting like a call. Or no, I ended up getting an email like, hey, we want you to meet our chief strategy officer who will be my boss. I was like, dang, they like, okay, well, I'll take advantage <laughs> of that. Like, let's do it. So um, I was more prepared, so I ended up like, he don't know it, but I was like, I smoked it. I, was <laughs> like, I did this. I smoked it. So I was like, okay, I might, I might get this job. And from then on, like, I, I remember, like, the last part of the interview, they wanted me to, like, share, like, a creative brief or a piece of creative work and, like, really break it down, something that I, like, I felt really proud of. Yeah, I didn't use any of my agency work. Mm. I could have shared a, a Dairy Queen brief from Barkley or something like that. I pulled a creative brief from by design. Wow, and I'd broken down and I explained the strategy, and they're like, like my manager was like, "Okay, like this is amazing, like this is really good." So that would I would end up being the sealer that would get me the job at the Uh agency I'm at now. Um, So I got the job. I told them, "Hey, I'm not ready to move until I got it at no, like late 2021." So I was like. Can I finish up in August? Can yeah. I move like around August? Like, we can do that. And we'll, you know, we'll bring you up sometime. So from then on, like it was just a like just this countdown. <laughs> to the move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I let everybody know. I'm like, yo, I'm I'm moving. So I spent a lot of my last months in Kansas City just like making myself available. Mm. I wanted to be like a servant to a lot of people. So I um anybody that reached out go to coffee I'd help them out like hey have you thought about this like, I got basically like some consultant stuff like mm. s- one trying to just be a better brand strategist but two just like try to help people like with whatever they're trying to do so I did a lot of that um just kind of mentally preparing myself for for the move and uh looking around trying to find an apartment that was very difficult yeah remote <laughs> uh, but we finally got one and I was just surrounded by a lot of love throughout the process. Uh, a lot of people were just showing so much love to By Design when we announced the last issue. Um, yeah, so then, then, then yeah, we, we just smack dab moved up here, learned some hard lessons about in-unit air conditioners <laughs> and, <laughs> and public transit. I think I was kind of used to the train system by then, but, like, really moving around. We learned how hot it gets in New York, especially in the subway. Yeah. So it was like those little lessons and like dealing with like movers and stuff like that. But I can say like overall, just being in Brooklyn and being in New York as a whole, like I think it's really it's the challenge that I needed. I don't regret anything. Like, yeah, it's the challenge that I needed. I felt like I've learned so much being out here. Mm. Um, I feel like I have grown creatively. I've grown in my confidence. Um, I've met some really interesting, incredible people out here so far. I still have much more to do. And um, it's fun. Yeah, it's too expensive. but it's fun. (laughs) It's fun. Um, And I love Bedford stops. Like, I I love being a Bed-Stuy man, like just the history, the 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 amount of creativity that's in the neighborhood, um, how communal Brooklyn is compared Mm. to maybe a Manhattan. I think a lot of people kind of misrepresent New York City because of Ma- all they see is Manhattan, but Brooklyn yeah. is just way more communal. It's a little bit more quieter. Um, I love it. Yeah, I love it. I feel like it's pushed me. Like I haven't really dropped much creatively, other than like playlists, mm. which has been a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, we can get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. noticed you've been doing some playlists. Yeah, we could.
0: <laughs> but um, like, I'm sitting on a lot of cool stuff. But I think I've even learned more about myself. What I like to do. I think I. I like creating content, but I, I really like helping people create dope stuff. Like I yeah. I think I like storytelling as a whole. So mm-hmm. like, I, I really like campaign work and like long-term storytelling, which I've, I've learned that I like doing out here. So part of me is like, I don't know if I'll be the TikToker per se, but um, I really enjoy like helping people get the most out of the creativity, like really tap into yeah. the potential um, for what they can do with their brand, or what they can do with themselves, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's so cool. I love that. And honestly, that's, I think, this is literally the first episode of, of this podcast. Oh wow, I'm honored. Um, I'm honored. Uh, you're the the first ever. <laughs> uh, and, um, you know, even as I've tried to process through, like, what is this for? Who is it for? Yeah. Who 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 am I trying to help? You know. Um, I love that this is the first conversation for sure. Because um, sure. I, I think at, at the core, uh, I would say even for myself as well. Like, um, the most fulfilling thing you can do is help someone else uh, find what fulfills them. Yes, and and I feel like there's so many C- creative right now is just it's just a word, right? Like anybody and everybody. It, it you know claims to be creative and i and i would agree 100 percent that like we all um have varying levels of creativity yes everyone has it may not always come out in the expression of a photographer or yeah, yeah, uh you yeah, know yeah. A, uh a, an artist that paints or whatever but we're all creative like i truly believe that mm-hmm. and i think my heart is how can we create a community um that just helps people one find and discover like purpose is a really big word yes i don't i don't, I don't run a, and i do have a you know like a, a religious like church background and and i'll be honest like i feel like the word purpose gets overused a lot yeah yeah um and uh but ultimately we're all searching right <laughs> we're all searching like what, what i don't care if you're christian muslim not atheist whatever like you're, you're everybody's searching for something yep. you know what i mean yep. like what is the thing like why am i here what am i doing um, and that also is an exp- part of the expression of who we are and what we create. And so, so anyways, I'm rambling at this point, but really <laughs> my, my heart in this whole thing is, and I'm still discovering it. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but you've just to a T nailed a lot of it, but just how can we create a community, uh, for people to, um, Almost like a safe place to discover that. Yes. A safe place to discover what it looks like to to be creative. To not like it has to be this huge thing, that's uh, because it it can be daunting. I think. Yes. And I think if it's like, I I love that you early on you used the word naive. Like, like I think we just need to be easier on ourselves. Yes. We need to give ourselves more grace and be more patient with ourselves, in that process of figuring out what that looks like. And, uh, the world is changing so much with like the creator economy and it, yes, you know, f- for our kids, for your future kids, yes. for your, your kids, kids, like it's definitely going to look different for them. Um, and so I'm like, man, what can we do now to create a community in a world that's shifting yes. right, away from like the industrial revolution of like work a nine to five mm-hmm. go, you know, really even when you look at like education i've been doing a huge deep dive recently on like what does like the future of education look like and okay. how like people talking about like a degree means nothing and i'm like i don't know 100% like if i agree with that <laughs> but um, but it's true like in a, in 100 years w- will we have formal like education you know what i mean like what's it going to look like and and so without getting into all of that i just think it's it's ultimately one thing I think we can find purpose in is what can we do to help others, yes. and how can we leave uh, leave the earth better than we than we uh, than we found it. <laughs> yes, yes. So, I mean, for you, what does that look like? Like in, in that process for you, like I'm sure, obviously, if that's something that you're passionate about, um, like how how do you see like even the future, like looking for one in your day to day life, but two, mm. like any projects that are like for others, like highlighting others, or what would it even look like for, um, I don't know, I guess I'm just, I'm kind of brainstorming with you a little bit even. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, what, when I say all that, like, what comes to mind? Like, what are you thinking?
0: Yeah, I am I mean, I'm all over the place, man. Like, I, I think even, you know, by design is such a, such a fundamental part of my creative growth and development. Um, at the root of it, we're all about intentionality. Like, yeah by design like made with purpose right mm-hmm. so intentionality grew into like a love for like creative storytelling and pushing people and saying like why not you know like why not try something um i think nowadays i love one i love unlocking that potential or i love like helping people get there like yeah there's just something great about like having like just that sort of creative rhythm like i think i really started to develop that with the guys and like god we just work so well together like I love like just sort of that sort of collaborative spirit because technically like and the funny thing about that is like I'm very much a guy that like likes to kind of go off alone and develop ideas independently yeah. and then bring them to the table and then in the midst of that like we develop it together, right? Um, but I, I just really enjoy like working with talented people or dope people and like, adding another dimension to that or thinking I can add another level of that with the skill sets that I'm learning and really getting that to its fullest potential. But I think in terms of like community building, man, like I'm all over the place, man. I'm trying to like work with different like actual content creators, creatives, and like just meet more creative people and and just make stuff. Hmm. I'm trying to help brands like unlock potential, which I feel like everybody says that, but like I'm for real like trying to like Genuine, yeah. Yeah, genuinely trying to like yeah. help them reach another level. Um, music has been so much fun. Like low key, I'm going to learn how to DJ. Yeah. I've been telling people <laughs> I'm going to learn how to DJ for like three years. <laughs> I'm going to learn. It's my it's my goal this year. Um, I love music mm. as a as a community driver. Music was always a backdrop in by design, it's a backdrop of my photography. Mm. It's a backdrop of anything else I do, so I love how that brings people together. Um, one thing that's really cool about New York—it's kind of starting to happen in Kansas City. So big shout out to Dom Chronicles and and uh, what he's building with more than friends, but that sort of thing is a whole entire thing in New York with like these music-driven platforms where they're like they're parties, but at the same time, like they're very specific parties with genres or explorations and I found like this really cool one called 1-800-CONNECT or something like that where it's like these like women of color that are discovering house and R&B music together and creating safe spaces to enjoy music. So I think like a part of me really wants to like, I have like my work from home playlist series but like finding music as a way to like connect people and like explore more of yourself and concept Mm -hmm. and learn more about one, the actual music itself, but also like the backdrop that music can give you yeah. in terms of like understanding this world. So I'm really excited about doing more stuff in that realm. I'm gonna start with learning how to DJ. So I <laughs> swear I'm, I'm gonna learn. Um, We're gonna check back in. Yeah, yeah. Please, please <laughs> hold me to it. Um, yeah, I, th- I think those are some of the things that come to mind. I want to write more. Yeah. Um, I was just telling somebody just yesterday, I was trying to find some articles for somebody that did some writing for us in the past. They're like. Hey, I need some, uh, I love New York. They're yeah. like, hey, I need, I need some samples. So I started going through, and I don't think a lot of people know this. I never read our issues after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't want to see the photography. Like, I'm proud of it. I Put love it the product. There. I don't like seeing that. So that was, like, really, like, one of the few times I actually went through and read some of my writing because I was very self-conscious about it. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's not bad. I was like, okay, I probably would have tweaked this. I would have tweaked that because I became a better writer. But... I was like, gosh, it is so cool. Like seeing these people that are just so normal and like, but creative and talented. Imagine somebody just writing these words about you. Yeah. I said, like, I don't know what I said about somebody, but it was like, you you know, you can look at the Instagram stories and the likes and think you know this person, but you don't. And they persevered through so much. Mm. I was like. Whoa. That was good. <laughs> yeah, it was like, There's something about that. <laughs> so I really, I really enjoy like that sort of like praise of, of the people around me and, the, and yeah. the talented people around me. So finding a way to do it with my words, through music, mm-hmm. through brand building, um, collaborations, whatever that looks like. I'm, I'm really excited for the future. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you again uh, for doing this on such short notice. For sure. Um, I think one last thing I'd love for you to talk on before we wrap up. Yes. We're coming up on almost 50 minutes here. <laughs> um, I'd love for you just to talk about like uh rhythms I, I, okay. I, I like to end this way because i think a big part of this is um as creatives again whatever that looks like for you um rhythms are really important mm-hmm. and i feel like in the amount of pressure it feels like there is to put out content and to be express yourself and whatever like what are i think having a healthy mindset around what it looks like to stay healthy Yes. Mentally, physically, all of it. Yes. Um, um as content creators, as you know, creatives in general. So I'd love to just hear your perspective on that. What are some things you do practically? Um and uh, maybe what does the day
0: to day even look like on a day when you're like at your most healthy? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's that's a good that's a good question. Um I think first and foremost, like spiritually, if my spirit isn't right creatively I'll never get on track Mm. so the times where I find myself not really plugged in like especially like in my prayer life or um, just kind of having those conversations with God I feel like my creativity always suffers I'm never like it just doesn't work yeah so that's first and foremost and I'm not saying like I can't make anything if I'm not praying hard enough but I'm just (laughs) like it just it just my best ideas come when I'm spiritually yeah like in a decent place. Yeah. That's so there's good. that um I feel like with creativity I, I think a lot of people feel like they always have to drop stuff or like release mm-hmm. stuff. I think one if you're sitting on something and you're stopping yourself from doing it, drop it. Yeah. Drop it now. But um I read I read a lot or I've been reading a lot especially since I graduated um So i think reading challenges me i feel like you have to continue to challenge your perspective as a creative and get in that rhythm so yeah i read i listen to a lot of music i tried a lot of different genres i love diving deep i'm a wikipedia guy (laughs) so i'm always learning stuff so uh continue to learn uh experience see things in person i'm super observant i take notes all the time i'm I love learning kind of like how things work, Um, but then also just like getting away from whatever the medium is, like I I work out, I also express myself creatively. I like to cook at home or I like to um, go on walks, um, fun convos. Mm. So yeah, I think think to me, to establish a rhythm, get your mind right spiritually and then challenge yourself with learning things Mm. and not just like... It's good to have inspiration from like Instagram and Pinterest. I think those are all tools. Like use them, but I think the best inspiration comes from other mediums. So I'd always say like pick up a book, read something if you have the time to, or listen to a podcast, audio books, um, listen to music, watch interviews, talk talk to other creative people about their process and why they do what they do. Um, so much of who I am as a creative is inspired by what my most impressionable years like. Even though he' a little off his rocker right now, like Kanye was like a big inspiration for me growing up. For sure. And randomly, Kobe Bryant. Like I wasn't like a big Lakers fan, but like seeing that the way that they worked, seeing that the way that they approached everything so artfully, um, with skill and and always like they always felt like they could learn something new and get better. Like Kobe was a guard. Mm. He had to learn post moves and. <laughs> go work with Hakeem Olajuwon to like work on his footwork he did though and it made him better and it made his work more impactful more artful and I feel like that's my approach to creativity like learn something learn something from everywhere see how you can apply it and you know you couple that with a little bit of naiveness (laughs) you can do a lot of you can do a lot of damage so I think that's how you build a rhythm man like if you're always learning if you're always thinking I told Justin the other day like you're created for life, dog. Like the projects will come, the releases will come, but the work never stops in terms of, of learning, in terms of experiencing, and just making stuff. Yeah. Just make stuff. Have fun. It's so, good. Yeah.
1: So good, man. Bro,
0: thank you so much. Thank you on this very beautiful, mild yeah. day. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's,
1: it's very it's very mid. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a little cold, but um, I'm so grateful we got to do this. For sure. Thank um, you. Thanks for taking the time. Um, thanks for, to Corto for letting us take the seat for an hour and a half. Um, but for real, thank you. I I hope to stay connected with you. For sure. And, um, for anybody listening, we'll put all your stuff in the, down below, both the magazine. Um, is there still a way for people to purchase issues that have already existed or is everything kind of Um, sold out kind of thing?
0: I think we still have a few issue sixes. So the, the most recent issue, everything else I think is gone. Okay. we might have some T-shirts. I'm, I'm not sure. Cool. Um, however, there are a few. If you're looking to collect, there are a few issue threes at the local Blip Roasters in Kansas City. Sweet. They still have like three or four. Awesome. So if you're like on the hunt, you can find some. <laughs> yeah. Other That's than awesome. that, the, uh, issue six is on our website, and there are probably some T-shirts in different sizes. That's cool. really all we got until we're ready to to show the world what we have next.
1: That's awesome, man. And we, we'll, we'll put some links to some playlists. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got you. I got you. We got some good stuff. You got some work <laughs> from home playlists. Yeah. Um. Uh, cool, man. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
0: All right, man. Appreciate it. All right.